The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and this is a program about financial literacy. And with us this morning again, of course, Jenna Tobel from the First Alliance Credit Union. And Jenna, you brought along a guest. I do. I have Michelle Dodd with me here today. She is our branch manager at our 37th Street location. Um, and I'm going to let Michelle introduce herself and tell us a little bit about what she does at the credit union. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Um, yeah, I'm a branch manager at our 30, 37th Street location. Um, been doing banking and credit union work for a long time. Um, oversee our um, member advisor staff as well as our lending staff to help fill, fulfill our members' needs. So you're the boss. Yeah, some days. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, are you from Rochester, the area? Stewartville. Okay, well. Yep, born and raised. Yep. Yep. Neck of the, my neck of the woods. My family is actually half the family is Stewartville. Oh, perfect. So, uh, okay. The topic today is savings. Yes. Everybody knows you're supposed to save money. But nobody or very few people actually practice it real well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're kind of going to be talking about that and how we can be better savers, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and really the reason this is such an important topic and you kind of hit on it already is that people really do struggle with saving money. Um, I th- there's a statistic out there that about 70% of Americans have less than $1,000 in a savings account. And that's, I think that's a higher end of some of the um, statistics I've seen on that number, but it, they usually do have around 60 to 70% of people. And within that 60 to 70% of people, there's about a third of those that have $0 saved. So it Paycheck to paycheck. Y- yes, very paycheck to paycheck. So this is a very important topic um, so to keep top of mind. When they throw around that statistic mm-hmm. of savings... Are they including retirement savings, or is this access to money that you know? I guess liquid money is or funds. Yeah. So typically, this refers to like liquid savings accounts. Um, I think there are probably, although if you don't have even a thousand dollars in savings, you probably aren't doing much towards retirement either. <laughs> That's a good unfortunately. Point. So, That's a good but point. typically that statistic is geared more towards specific savings account liquid assets. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So. The statistics are surprising and frightening. Yes. A little bit frightening to me. Yeah. Uh, why don't we save money? I mean, it seems seems easy, but we don't do it. Sure. It it does seem easy in theory. However, I think when a lot of people get to the end of their paying their bills, paying their expenses, there's just nothing left. Um, so it's looking at revamping, am I paying the right things? Am I paying the right amounts? Can I put something away? Sometimes putting money away before you pay the bills is a good way to have a little bit extra. Um, other reasons I think people don't do it is a lot of people like to pay down their debt. Yep. So they might have credit card debt that they want to pay extra on, paying more than their minimum. Um, that will help them pay that credit card debt sooner. And then they don't save that money because they're paying too much there. Um, some people, they've just never tried because they don't know where to start. You know, I'd love to have a savings account, but where do I start? It doesn't seem like I have any money left. Right. So a lot of this is a mindset. More Correct. than anything else. I think so. Disciplining yourself to do something yeah. and to get started. You're very right. It's very disciplined. And I think that's another problem people have had is they've tried it. They can't be consistent with it. 
so they just give up, <laughs> like other goals in life. Well, yeah, there's, <laughs> I was going to think there's quite a few examples I can think of that that's the case. But I, I know in previous generations it was kind of ingrained into your head. Mm-hmm. My parents' generation especially, they were children during the Great Depression. So for them, the idea of having a nest egg, having money available in case things went really bad was second nature mm-hmm. to them. And they tried to drill that into our heads with not as much success <laughs> as they wished. That's for sure. Because it, it was always amazed me that on the relatively modest incomes that they had, the amount of money they managed to sock away by the time that they went into retirement, not mm-hmm. just retirement savings, but just bank accounts. Yeah, very true. And, uh, and it seems like we're all used to, okay, I want to save this, but I also want to go to the Vikings game this weekend. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we're having a hard time with those choices. So what do you think are the main reasons somebody should shift gears and make savings a priority for themselves? I really think it's all about financial security. To be prepared for an emergency. If my car breaks down, it'd be nice to have the money in my savings account, to have that peace of mind it's there to put new tires on or fix the breakdown rather than relying on credit to do that. A lot of people we see will rely on a credit card or come get a loan for something like that and not, because they're not prepared for that expense that could come up. Mm-hmm. And I, I see that all the time. But, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, things are recurring expenses. You know you're going to have to put tires on the vehicle and you know that things around the house are going to have to be repaired mm-hmm. at some point. Right. So once again, discipline and planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does come back to a lot of that, just having that forethought of, you know, what are my reoccurring expenses, even though they may not recur monthly, you know, you do have those expenses that occur, you know, quarterly or annually that people just oftentimes don't budget for. And that's when they find themselves in that struggle because you do have to save for those expenses. Otherwise, they are going to end up, like Michelle said, on a credit card. And then we get into the debt issues that we've been talking about in the previous episodes. So, I mean, it all kind of plays together. Well, it does. And it's kind of a vicious cycle if you don't mm-hmm. get a hold of it. Yeah. And you know, you're talking about normal expenses, tires, people think, oh, tires, tires. But now tires for a vehicle are going to be 500 bucks. Yep. Easily. And that's for a smaller car. Mm-hmm. You get a truck. At a minimum. You're yeah. talking... Twelve hundred bucks, and they don't tires don't last very long anymore. If you can get two to three years out of tires, you're very lucky. <laughs> it is, yeah. Too, yeah, and batteries for a vehicle. I remember yeah. back in the day, you know, slap a battery, and now batteries going to cost you one hundred fifty, two hundred bucks. Yep, and you're going to need those every couple of years. Yep. So plan, plan. This is all the financial literacy thing. Yes, and I imagine when you folks sit down with people, that's a big part of the message of setting up a budget. Absolutely, and making a plan to take care of this sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Any other reasons I should be sucking money away? Well, it's a small reason, but there's um, interest you can save on your accounts. You know, if you've got money in your savings account, that's going to earn a higher interest rate than your checking account. Um, the more money you save, the more you have in savings, the higher your interest rate can be. So you build a little bit of income that way. Um, that's one option. You also can protect the other assets that you have out there. Um, if, you've got a, if you've got something saved up, something happens to that asset, like we talked about your home or your car, you can protect it by putting the money into it that you've saved. And of course, you know, you pay that down, it goes down. But if you have, a des- uh, like you said, a disciplined savings plan, you're going to build that back up. And also on the interest rates, I know the interest rates aren't really all that fantastic right now just because of what <laughs> the environment is. I mean, mortgages mm-hmm. are like 3%. Yeah, right. Um, it's better, quite a bit better than what the interest you would pay if you were to have to put that on a credit card. You said the 500 bucks for tires, 
Yes. If it's sitting in the account, you're going to earn a little bit on it rather than pay quite a bit on it when it comes out on the credit side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely something to keep um, in mind when you're trying to convince yourself, I should save this $25 instead of spend it on this (laughs) movie or whatever. Think of the interest. (laughs) And the other part about it is we haven't even talked about um, the peace of mind it can give you. Yeah. That if you're moving through life and you know you've got this cushion to catch you, that's something... Mm-hmm. seriously bad happens, you know that, okay, I can make the rent. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, and that really comes back to what we were talking about before with, you know, so many people don't have that small cushion, $500,000 in a savings account. Um, we like to refer to it as an emergency savings fund or um, just that little bit of money that you know is there for you should something go wrong, you know, whether it be you know, to help you meet your insurance deductible for some reason, or, you know, your hot water heater goes out, you know, just things like that, that, I mean, it really does make a big difference because one little incident like that can send your finances into, you know, chaos if you're not prepared for it. And so saving money really is the f- the first step in kind of buffering yourself from those unexpected events. You use the word chaos. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just had a person this week come in to talk about homelessness and there are Mm. people on the streets and he was describing how it is something as simple as an unexpected medical issue or car car bill Mm -hmm. especially vehicles he said somebody is living paycheck to paycheck and all of a sudden something happens to their car and then they can't get to work and next thing they know they miss two days of work and the next thing they know they don't have a job and then they can't repair the car and then it just Next yeah. thing you know, they can't make their debt payments. Next thing they can't make their, mm-hmm. you know, it's this cascading thing mm-hmm. and quite frightening cascading yeah. thing. And if this just a little bit of money socked away on yeah. the side there might have prevented all of that from happening from, you know, turning mm-hmm. into an avalanche at least. It would have been a bad week, that's for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But not something that's life-changing like that on the, on the negative side. Yeah. We have to take a break already. Oh, my gosh. This is Good Money Moves, Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from the First Alliance Credit Union in Rochester. And we'll be right back on News Talk 1340, Kerosene AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Again, joining us, Jenna Tobble and Michelle Dodd from the First Alliance Credit Union. And the topic this week is savings, which sounds so mundane, but it is <laughs> well, don't like don't turn off the listeners already. <laughs> oh, but it is as you mentioned, Jenna. It's it's probably the most important building block for yeah. financial health. Yeah, is to actually have money set aside, and uh, we're going to talk about ways to do it. But we're really talking about the advantages of it this week. Yes, and why why. You should be listening to all those messages, including the voice in the back of your head from your grandfather or whatever. <laughs> Save your money. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, we talked a little bit over why it's so hard, and some of them are you know, the basics of 
somebody has expenses that are equaling or exceeding their income. And maybe that's one of the ones that might be easiest to deal with because if we all are honest and look at our expenses, I think every last one of us could find something to get rid of mm-hmm. that's to very free true. up just a little bit. Yep. A lot of times we'll work with members who um, we'll sit down, we'll do a budget with them, have them write down, look at your needs, look at your wants. Do you need a coffee every day or is that a want? Um, you know, Starbucks, I'm not a coffee drinker, but five, six dollars a cup seems like a lot of money and to me if you're best. doing that every day. Mm-hmm. Correct. So if you can just peel back a little bit, say take two of those away and save ten dollars a week, that's a great start mm-hmm. on getting something saved. So going through the budgeting process is very eye opening for people. Um it's eye opening for myself. Um sometimes people underestimate, sometimes people overestimate their expenses, but there are things that you can cut. And if you can look at what your wants are, cut out some of those. Not everything. You can't get rid of coffee altogether. I don't want to work with people who don't drink coffee anymore. <laughs> um, they need that coffee once in a while. But if you can cut back just a little bit. And then you can even look at your needs. You know, can you, Is there anything that you can cut in those expenses that you feel you need to have cable and Netflix and Hulu and all those other things? Can you get rid of one and save $15 a month? That's a start. Okay. So when you have people come in, your, your customers and your members, because it's a credit union, yes. I got to get... <laughs> the, the glossary right here. Um, and you have these discussions and you get them to inch along a little bit and they say, okay, I'm going to give up one coffee a day. I'm only going to stop once in the morning, not the one on the way home. Mm-hmm. And that five bucks goes into the kitty. Mm-hmm. In your view or experience, do they come away from that with, wow, all of a sudden, you know, Two months later, they realize they've got a few hundred dollars in the in the bank, and that an eye opener to them. If they stick with it, if they stick if they with can it. be disciplined, you know, if we talk to somebody about a new car loan, and at the time we say, you know, maybe set up a savings account at the same time because eventually something's going to go wrong with that car, like we talked about earlier. Always, we've seen members come back in and say, you know what, that savings account worked for me because I had to fix something that wasn't covered under the warranty, and it was taken care of because I had that hundred and sixty dollars in my account. So. Then when they see the benefit of it and can use it that way, it's much easier to be disciplined. Okay. Not just that I can open up my bank statement and say, there's something in there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice, too. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I would imagine that that little tiny sacrifice, if I could yeah. see over a reasonable amount of time that it actually did have an impact, mm-hmm. that would encourage me to go and find mm-hmm. something else I could give up mm-hmm. to maybe even double the amount that I'm putting in there to have mm-hmm. that a much larger impact on my financial health. Yeah. Very true. But it's Well, and that's I mean that's one thing that we we talk about a lot too is you don't have to start saving $200 a month out of the right. gate if you've never saved $5 before. Like you can start small and and kind of build on those little wins as you gain that consistency in savings to really help build your confidence and knowing that this is something you can do. It's not just something that's a theory that's out there that you should do because sometimes it feels so intangible to save money. But if you can if you can come away with those little wins, you know, $5 a week, yeah. $25 a month, you know, it it does add up, and you do start to see the benefit of that very quickly. And, and you mentioned that when that unforeseen thing happened, like the car issue, and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you didn't go and put it on your credit card, and the next week mm-hmm. everything's just fine, uh, I imagine that that's a huge encouragement. Do those folks, uh, do you find that they all of a sudden 
get a little fired up about savings after something like that happens. Yeah, that member was very excited. Um, it was the first time she'd ever done that. So very excited by that and then got to see the possibilities of if I keep doing this. And I believe she had an automatic transfer set up um, into her savings account, which is another great way to do it. But she had that. So I believe at that time she raised it. You know, if it was, I can't remember what the dollar figure was, but if it was 10, she went to 20. Um, just as a way to say, hey, I don't even notice this 10 going away. Why yeah. don't I increase it? And then I'm going to have even more next time. It's funny how that works. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I remember years ago when I started my banking career, we had a member that came every single day to the drive through and he deposited $2 into his savings account. And at first it kind of seemed strange why he would do that. But if you saw the balance in his savings account, you knew exactly why he did that. That was his discipline coming in every day with just, just a little bit. Made that journey over to the yep. Yep. the teller and said. And it grew. Yep. <laughs> Here's yeah. my two bucks. Yep. Well, I noticed that if I, as you say, just don't see it. It's never on my budget. It's in the savings. And then, you know, maybe the first time around I might notice that the money money I have available was a little less than I had before, but very quickly you just grow accustomed to that not being there. You do, very mm-hmm. much. So even yeah. if, like Jenna said, if you start with 5 or $10 out of each paycheck and then eventually you just say, hey, I can go up a little bit more, I can go up a little bit more, it builds very quickly. Well, Jenna, you mm-hmm. mentioned, or maybe it was you, about the um, streaming services, the entertainment oh, yeah, stuff that's yeah, out yeah. there today. And that's something that <laughs> is relatively new. Mm-hmm. And now has become this just huge expense for households because yeah. oh it's you know you know it's ten bucks here and I added this channel here because there's a show I want to watch here and it's another fifteen dollars and yeah. next thing is that something that you're seeing a lot from folks coming in when they're trying to budget mm-hmm. yeah so we definitely are in. I like to refer to it as a subscription society right now. Everything you can get your food by you know yeah. a subscription you can get your pills that you need by subscription you can get your entertainment like everything is subscription based and it comes at that price point where you're like oh well it's you know it's not that expensive i can afford 15 dollars a month i can afford you know 20 bucks a month for this great service but pretty soon when you look at it all together you're spending a lot of money on a service that you could actually save money by not having that service in general and obviously everyone needs a little bit of entertainment in their life but you probably could as michelle mentioned earlier get away with having satellite or Netflix, not both, or, you know, and just kind of balance those out. You know, what what really is the priority in life is really what it comes down to. And I'm the generation that grew up with three channels. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. We had the major networks, yeah. and when they added PBS, we thought, whoa, fourth channel. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're talking about savings and your financial health. It's all part of financial literacy. It's Good Money Moves with the First Alliance Credit Union. We'll be right back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And with us, of course, Jenna Tobble. And she brought along Michelle Dodd from the uh, branch manager yeah. of 37th Street, right? Yes. Yep. So, and uh, the focus has been on savings today. And once again, it's one of those things everybody knows. It's like eating properly. <laughs> we should all be doing this. And uh, kind of offering a way to easily get started and... 
I know one of the questions my kids have asked is, okay, I've got this student loan. I've got this debt over here, and you expect me to save money. Shouldn't I be socking every last cent I've got towards getting rid of debt? How do I, I guess when it comes to savings, how do I prioritize when, when I do have some debt out there? Mm-hmm, sure. I think that's a really good question. Um, it really depends on each person's situation, obviously. Um, but let me try to kind of talk around some of those ideas. The best thing to do is to try to do both. Um, obviously, that's difficult. I would say if you're looking at what debts you have, do you pay interest on those debts? So do you have a credit card that's a store card that maybe has 20% or more interest every month? Um, that's something you want to really look at. First, I would say try to find a different credit card and, and with a lower <laughs> rate because we have those at First Alliance. Um, second, I would say pay those off first or pay a little bit more on those if you're going to. But at the same time, if you can pay the minimums on some things and then maybe sock away a little bit, like we talked about earlier, just a small amount is probably a good idea. You need to make all your monthly payments because you don't want to impact your credit negatively. So you got to pay those student loans. But on a student loan, you don't necessarily need to pay more than that. So if you don't have, we talked about maybe having $500 to $1,000 in a savings account for an emergency fund, get it built up to that point. And once you've got a little comfortable savings account there, then maybe you can sock a little bit more into the debt. Okay. So that's that's a strategy. Mm-hmm. Build Absolutely. up or you know, set whatever you think that emergency fund should be for you to be comfortable. Right. And then go back to full force payoff debt. Mm-hmm. And you can use, once again, other strategies that we have talked about previously. Debt consolidation could be one of them if you're in that situation. Yeah, absolutely. Except for the student loan, you're probably not going to touch that. No, yeah. No, nope. <laughs> we don't usually do much with those. <laughs> the, um, I imagine that's kind of a hurdle for people to get past the idea of, well, I'd rather put my money to getting rid of these debt payments rather than spend a little bit of time to build up that little emergency fund. Mm -hmm. But from the number of us we've talked about, a minimal amount of pain will get you to that level to have that emergency fund Mm -hmm. in relatively quick order. Isn't that correct? Yep. A lot of times I'll hear from from members that, you know, my credit card is 10%, but I'm only earning 2 to 3% in my savings account. So why wouldn't I pay that off? Which is fine, but like we talked about earlier, if you have that emergency, you don't have the savings, now you're paying 10% to get those new tires or whatever. Right, that, that unexpected expense or unbudgeted expected expense. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, again, I think, you know, in your question, that's where it comes back to budgeting. If, if you know what your minimum payments are for all those things, then you can make that determination each month. How much do I have that I could pay extra toward my debt or do I put that in savings? And you can kind of maybe balance that out if you have that budget monthly. Okay, yeah. so... I imagine there's a lot of folks out here listening who, especially those who lack savings, who the idea of actually budgeting is somewhat, I mean, it's out there. It's like savings. No should do it. And I know it's a good thing to do, but I'm not doing it. Is that something that the First Alliance Credit Union can help its members with if they're in that situation? Mm-hmm. Can I come knock on the door and say, yeah. help me get started on this? Because I think that's a lot of it. Just yeah, get started. Yeah, Take the our, first step. our staff works with people all the time to do a budget um, and show them how to do it and talk about, you know, how to determine your needs versus your wants. Like we, we have those conversations with people all the time. Absolutely. Needs versus wants. Yeah. And again, we have no judgment. So I've told people this before. If you look at what you've got on your budget and you're embarrassed to say that I, you know, go out on Fridays and I have dinner and a couple of cocktails, that's okay. Don't take that out of your life. Maybe don't do it every Friday. Eat in one time, you know, that kind of a thing. But we're not going to judge what you're spending your money on. Okay. We're just going to look at the overall picture. Mm-hmm. 
you have this much income, you're spending this much. Mm-hmm. Something's got to move. Right. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. and just finding that something to move is a mutual agreement. Is mm-hmm. right. I think a lot of people just don't like to think about it either because then they have to actually kind of look in the mirror and say, yeah. oh, my gosh, I'm going to whatever fast food joint it is this, time, this many times a month. Yeah. Well, and it can really be somewhat anxiety inducing for people to think about their finances and so they just don't and so then they just spend until their debit cards declined and then they go okay well I guess I get paid in a few days so I just won't spend anything for now and then they go back to the same cycle and they just don't ever actually sit down and look at what they're doing and I think when you do that for the first time you realize where your money's going and then you go oh well that's not what I really want to spend my money on actually. And and when people have that realization, that's when they're able to go, my priority is savings. And you have to have that mental like priority to save. And part of that is just saying it out loud, maybe, mm-hmm. or putting it down on a piece of paper. That yeah. This is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And how do I get there? Yeah. Setting that goal for yourself. And I know that's going to be a lot about what we talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Setting the wheels in motion to yeah. have these goals and to have better financial health. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. I guess. Well, no, we want to talk about, first of all, what we have today on the table, the basics of savings. And I know you have more information that's easily available through the website at First Alliance Credit Union. Yeah, absolutely. Of course we do. <laughs> 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 so we have a extensive kind of beginner's guide to savings on our website. It walks you through um, a lot of the things that we've talked about today, but it also talks about strategies to start saving. Um, We have a guide about budgeting that you can check out as well, because I feel like savings and budgeting go really hand in hand with one another. Um, We also have a savings goal calculator that can help you set goals for yourself. So you know what you can afford to save essentially. Um, but also, like we talked about, just come in and meet with one of our advisors, and and they'll point you in the right direction. They Get really the ball will. rolling. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. Well, we'll see both of you next week for yes. more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.